0: Today on the Everyday Explorer podcast, I'm joined by that adventurer, otherwise known as travel blogger Hannah Kasari. We chat about the ingredients for putting together the perfect city break, from what accommodation to choose to how to find local tips for things to do or where to eat. Having been on so many city breaks between us, Hannah and I have plenty of advice to share, making this a jam-packed episode full of new ideas for your next trip. welcome to the everyday Explorer podcast a series that inspires you to discover your doorstep and beyond on a daily basis this podcast is brought to you by gottakeepmoving.com and I'm your host Emma Higgins We're gonna light it up, wash your hands in the ashes. Welcome back to another episode of the Everyday Explorer podcast. This week I'm joined by Hannah Kasari. Hi, Hannah. Hi. How are you doing? I'm good, thanks. Wonderful. This week we're talking about city breaks, yeah. um, which is a subject close to my heart Mine and too. close to yours. Yeah. <laughs> I love a good city break. Now, Hannah runs a pretty fantastic blog called thatadventurer.co.uk, and you talk about city breaks quite a lot on your yeah,
1: site. Yeah, I, um, I do do quite a lot of city breaks, Mm -hmm. Um, because I work full time, it's just the easiest way to get in as much travel as possible, Yeah, Um, kind of go on a Friday, come back Sunday night, and you've only taken one day off, but you've had three days to explore somewhere.
0: That's definitely why I wanted uh, City Breaks to be on this podcast, Mm -hmm. because I think everyone that works full time, whenever they see like a long weekend in the distance, you think, okay, where can I go, especially in the UK because it's so easy yeah. to get over to Europe and take a really quick like, hop over to the continent. But I think also the problem with city breaks is that it can feel pretty rushed.
1: It can do, yeah. I think I'm a bit guilty of trying to do too much in one weekend, but I'm getting better. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm sticking to plans a bit more and making sure that I'm not rushing from place to place and then just feeling knackered by the end of it. Yeah, yeah. It's so easy to do that. I think you just feel quite a lot of pressure. Yeah, definitely. You're like, I'm only here for three days. I've got to do everything Mm -hmm. that I've read about. Mm -hmm. Whereas you can always go back. Yeah. Like the good thing about that a lot of the city breaks I do in particular, they're they're not too expensive. Mm -hmm. They're actually quite cheap to get to. Um, Mm Um, once you're there they're not too bad either if you're kind of clever about what you do
0: yeah definitely there's a different strategy I yeah. think, <laughs> to a good city break and also trying not to get overwhelmed with thinking like you have to do everything yeah exactly yeah okay so do any uh city breaks that you've taken in the past particularly stand out in your memory
1: probably one of my most recent ones mm-hmm. uh, just because i really enjoyed it uh last december Start of December, I went to Gothenburg in Sweden. Oh, wow. I was just looking for somewhere to do something Christmassy. Yeah. Um, wanted to go to a Christmas market, but not one of the ones that, you know, is going to be absolutely packed with people. Yeah. Oof, yeah, crazy. and not really expensive either. Mm-hmm. So um, looked at flights, found mm. really cheap flights to Gothenburg uh, with Norwegian Airlines. I think mm. they were like 30 quid or something. Yeah. Um, Bought those, found an Airbnb that was really nice, pretty cheap as well, yeah. and it was just really, really nice in Gothenburg. They have a huge um, Christmas market where they've got a a theme park in the middle of the city, mm-hmm. um they turn that into like a crazy Christmas place. But it's not. That sounds amazing. It's, yeah, it magical. <laughs> yeah, it's not like a cheap one or like too mm. over the top like some of the ones you get, and like. Like tinsel My, everywhere. Yeah, it's not Santa's like that at vomited at all. on everything. <laughs> <laughs> it was just really, really nice. They had a bit mm-hmm. of fake snow. There was like a Santa's workshop for the kids. Yeah. But it was just really nice to walk around. Yeah. Um and then was also really close to um the archipelago. Yeah, I've heard. Um, and that's really nice as well. You can get there from the city centre in like twenty minutes. Mm-hmm. Um and just explore the islands for a day. It was really cold, but yeah. I kind of liked that. It kinda of added to the Christmas winter vibe. Yeah. When in Scandinavia, in exactly. winter. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> just drink lots of Glock and warm up. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Oh, Christmas markets are a great one as well for weekend. Because I think winter, especially in the UK, we just get really um, sad yeah. <laughs> when winter it's comes around. it's just dark around.
1: and just miserable. We were talking about that earlier today, actually, like yeah. how it's finally getting lighter. I know, it's so yeah. Much nicer.
0: So at the time of recording this, for the listeners, <laughs> it's February, and you're just kind of dragging our way through the month yeah really hoping that it's. i mean the last few days has been quite sunny yeah actually. it has actually and i think that's when british people really start to perk up yeah definitely <laughs> and it makes it think,
1: easier to get out of your house <laughs> yeah exactly
0: and you're like there is light there is light at the end of the tunnel it's gonna happen yeah. it's gonna get it's not gonna get that much warmer let's be honest british summers are incredible <laughs> but it's gonna get warmer at least <laughs> but yeah a good weekend break even in winter to somewhere like with the Christmas markets.
1: Yeah. And as long as you're prepared for it, like you remember to take a hat and some gloves and mm-hmm. just like put a few layers on. Yeah. You can walk around and you don't you don't really feel the cold that much.
0: No. And also I help that, I think it helps when you have a glass of mulled wine. Oh,
1: definitely. That... <laughs> like a thermos mask and you just keep going all day. <laughs> exactly. Oh, fantastic.
0: Yeah. Some of my favourites, I think, well, mine tend to be summer ones, actually. Berlin is a good one. Yeah. Um, that has probably been my favourite place to... Be in for um for a weekend I actually I don't plan anything ever
1: yeah I've got worse at planning stuff yeah. but I
0: also think but you say worse but kind of like better at yeah. not planning is also a thing I
1: suppose if you don't plan you kind of stumble across stuff and then you find things that you wouldn't have been able to find anyway if you had done the research
0: yeah, yeah true I think I'm start i I'm I'm, so I think we're going in opposite directions. Like mm-hmm. I'm starting to plan a little bit more because I leave cities and think I actually really didn't do anything apart yeah. from eat. I just I just <laughs> but find food. such a good part. <laughs> I know. That's my favourite part. That's gonna be a recurring theme in this yeah. discussion, I think, is that I just walk around and find places yeah. to eat in. <laughs> I mean, I can't think of anything better to do. Exactly, to it's eat.
1: definitely the best way.
0: <laughs> yeah. And I do a lot just a lot of walking or if I'm staying in a hostel or a an airbnb i'll Mm -hmm. ask someone what to do or i'll always ask where's a good neighborhood yeah big on neighborhoods because it's kind of like a nice little pocket of a place you can focus on instead of seeing the city as a whole you can think okay let's just go to this one little bit yeah that's a good point actually like
1: Like, i think the reason I enjoy Gothenburg so much is because we found a really nice area to stay in. Yeah. And the Airbnb host gave us like a four page document of stuff she recommended us doing. Mm-hmm. So she's just like, oh, you should walk through this park, go to this place for breakfast. Yeah. It's my favourite, make sure you get this. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's definitely like recommendations from people in the area. Yeah. That I think help make it.
0: Yeah. I um, I can't remember the last time I looked at a guidebook for no. a city. <laughs> I
1: still, like I like having one. Yeah. But whether I actually use it or not,
0: Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. Another thing. I think I use one if I'm if I'm doing a longer trip around mm-hmm. a country or whatever. I'll use one for kind of transport and yeah. bits and pieces like that. But I think cities, I'll either ask local people or. If I'm looking for something in particular, I'll try, and, try yeah. to find a list online. Yeah. <laughs> best cafe is the best places yeah, for lunch in See? such and such.
1: <laughs> I think that's what I'm gonna do tomorrow, actually, because I'm off to Cologne oh, tomorrow amazing. afternoon, oh, and oh, haven't exactly. really looked up anything to do there. Yeah. So I think I'm gonna be like, where to eat in Cologne, what food to eat. <laughs> yeah,
0: definitely a good, it's a tactic I recommend, yeah. <laughs> 100%. Warsaw is another place that I had a really nice Few days. I've not
1: been there before.
0: I had no idea what to expect yeah. because I think with Poland, everyone goes on about Krakow. Yeah. And in fairness, Krakow is really nice. But they kind of give Warsaw a bit of a bad rep because the old town, everyone thinks it's fake because it was blown apart in the war yeah. and then rebuilt. So it's not really. They made it look kind of old style again. Yeah. But I think it's absolutely amazing. Again, I plan nothing. I <laughs> planned nothing, walked around a lot. But I stayed with this woman at an Airbnb in, mm-hmm. uh, in her really nice flat, and she actually runs a website about Warsaw, oh, okay. uh, where she just like gives recommendations. I didn't know that before I booked with her, but when yeah. I arrived and she told me, I was like, score! <laughs> and yeah, she would just invite me to these things. Like she was like, do you want to go and find this li- these little uh pop up bars next to the river oh, and we'll so go for cool. a drink yes yes yeah always <laughs> so she just we walked like for two miles I mean yes. it was such a long walk from her house but it was really it was really sunny so it was fine. but she was like no one really comes here yeah and well there's certainly no tourists go there I didn't see any British people or it's crazy it was for I mean... somewhere that's
1: like so near as well yeah and like people do talk about Poland Like I've actually never been to Poland yeah which... it's amazing yeah but <laughs> it's so when it's so close it's amazing that yeah. people don't go there
0: yeah, definitely. And, I, well, I could be wrong, but I couldn't hear any English being mm-hmm. spoken and I uh, could only hear locals speaking Polish. So that's kind of a nice... That's a yeah, nice that feeling, is I really think. nice, actually. Especially, <laughs> especially in a
1: city. Yeah. I think when you go somewhere on holiday, you don't want to feel like you've just kind of walked somewhere else in England. Like, yeah. You want to feel like you've gone away.
0: <laughs> definitely, definitely. So, yeah, we just sat, sat around having drinks and looked over the river. And I don't think that would have ever happened if I'd planned... Anything else otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not stayed with the local, which is um always what I do. That's probably one of my most memorable experiences staying with some actually she was my first Airbnb as well. So yeah. I was my first Jackpot. Airbnb was really really good actually yeah. as well.
1: It wasn't on a city break, mm-hmm. but it was really good. It was um in Brazil in Ilha Bella Oh nice because we were just going completely off topic. You can go off topic. <laughs> <laughs> but we were in <laughs> I <like> Brazil. Stories. <laughs> we were in Brazil for the World Cup and so mm-hmm. all the accommodation was insane. yeah like, you'd stay in like a fourteen bed dorm room and it was 400 pounds a week and i was yeah. like i can't afford that that's insane it was crazy and i guess it'll be like that this year for the olympics too mm-hmm. we're in Bella and our host she was just so nice she like mm-hmm. made us breakfast every morning yeah invited us to her capoeira class which is like this crazy brazilian karate dance thing like they don't be yeah it's like there's no contact <laughs> but there. they just right. like they spin around in the air and their oh, legs wow. are going everywhere like it's crazy mm-hmm. like i I could never do it but she was loving it (laughs) and they took us to this like festival on the island as well and yeah Mm -hmm. it was really really good
0: nuts yeah Airbnb's an absolute saint I mean I all of last year when I was traveling the UK and Ireland I I think I stayed in hospital when I was really really poor Mm -hmm. and really didn't have any money (laughs) in the middle of like four or five months away I'd be like okay I just need a tenner a night yeah. hostel but most of it was Airbnb and, and house sitting but I don't think it would have been the same year I don't think it would have been the same experience no. had I not stayed with that many local people and actually that's the thing about a city break is that if you choose the right people I think to stay with you actually mm-hmm. don't really have to bother planning that much yeah it saves <laughs> you kind exactly. of save time in that it way it does
1: save you time yeah
0: all the people that I've stayed with Airbnb are so keen to give you tips, yeah. they actually want to, it's not really much, but, well, nearly all of them, a couple of them are just like, here's the room, bye-bye. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, most of them are really keen to show off their city and give you recommendations yeah, for are... different stuff to do. Okay, so in terms of planning,
1: mm-hmm. how do
0: you go about choosing where you want to go on a city break?
1: So a lot of the time, I go for, like, cheap city break. Yeah, Um tactic. So I go to Skyscanner. Mm-hmm um type in London to I think it's everywhere or anywhere yeah it's everywhere I've done it a few times it's everywhere <laughs> so I just do that and then see yeah. what place I can go to so when I've done that in the past I've ended up in um, Bucharest in Romania oh nice which I would never ever have thought of before. Yeah, yeah, I've um, heard it's really cool. Yeah, it's it quite, quite cool. Like um, we were there over Halloween as well, mm-hmm. um, and obviously it's like Dracula's not too far away, Oh, so yeah, everything was like decorated like really over the top Halloween, which mm-hmm. was quite fun. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds fun. Um, also, Oslo actually, mm-hmm. although that flight's not as cheap as you first mm-hmm. think because yeah. if you fly, I think it's Ryanair think it was, then the airport is like an hour and a half train ride away from oh, actual yeah, yeah, so you catch you the train. It. Yeah. Like it's not too expensive but that's always something mm-hmm. to just watch out for. mm mm-hmm yeah and um, so that's pretty much how I decide most of my city breaks and then there's other ones where I've like seen pictures mm-hmm. uh read someone else's blog and I just think that place looks really really cool we need to go there
0: yeah definitely I use maps as well I will just go oh. on google maps and usually again if we use the example of Europe yeah uh zoom out to all of Europe and then kind of in my head do some mm-hmm. geography go, okay well, I've been to this patch over here so let's yeah, not do like that and then I'll just find names of places that I've just never really heard yeah. of before because it's quite a nice way of finding smaller cities. Yeah. Because I think with Skyscanner it will take you to the the probably the larger ones or so the cheaper ones. Yeah. So it's a nice kind of way to find some little little gems that yeah, maybe yeah, you haven't thought yeah, yeah. of. Or to be fair Ryanair leads you to some odd places sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> so you can <laughs> find some little gems that way. <laughs> yeah. So now we're touching on finding cheaper stuff, mm-hmm. what would you say would be your best advice for people on city breaks looking to save a bit of money if they're strapped for cash over, say, three days? Two um, days, three days.
1: I think probably like the best bit is when it comes to food. Mm-hmm. Like Obviously, you have to eat, but you don't <laughs> want to go to a restaurant three times a day for your breakfast, lunch and dinner. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're staying in an Airbnb, I we tend to buy cereal yeah just have cereal for breakfast Mm -hmm. maybe one of those days we'll go out and have like a brunch so then you can have breakfast wherever it is you've gone to yeah and then when it comes to lunches we this is kind of something that I've done a lot backpacking you Mm -hmm. just go to the supermarket or a market Buy some bread, Mm -hmm. buy some ham and cheese. Mm -hmm. And that's it. It is especially, and it works really well in France. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because you think, well, this is
0: what people do in France, isn't it? And then you kind of wander around with all this wonderful cheese, and then you find a nice bridge to have it on, or something, or a park.
1: And then you spend like a couple of euros on your lunch rather Mm. than like 20 or however much it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's just, it saves you so much money.
0: Yeah. I think. Europe again, but there is something different about European supermarkets, especially when it comes yeah, to deli counters.
1: They're so much better. Yeah,
0: yeah, and again, France with cheese and things like that, and I think places like Spain, they'll have all those deli shops where they have this insane like cured meats and yeah. things like that. It's so so easy to save money uh, on dinners and, and stuff like that. And I think if you book your accommodation wisely, then you can get free breakfasts.
1: Yeah, a lot of them do free breakfast as well. Um, yeah. I suppose if you're going, like some of the cheaper ones, like I use booking.com quite a lot when I book accommodation just Mm -hmm. to see what the price range is. Yeah. Um, Some of the cheaper ones will ask you to pay more, but I think particularly in like guest houses over hotels, you can normally get breakfast included Mm. and stuff like that. Yeah. And obviously like hostels, a lot of them have breakfast even Mm -hmm. if it's just a bit of bread and jam. Even
0: if it's pretty (laughs) meagre breakfast, yeah. Always look in the reviews because I think if there's anything that people love reviewing, it's breakfast. If it's terrible... They will say that in the reviews in a hostel. That's very true. And also, yeah. if it's very good, they will definitely yeah. say that. If you if you don't hear anything about the breakfast in the reviews, it's probably mediocre. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which you know will do. It still feed you at the end of the day. Yeah. <laughs> um, I th- I think with saving money with things to do, that's I think where I where walking around really. Yeah. Comes in to its own because. I don't ever really go to museums or galleries. I probably no. should do, apart from like the big ones where you're like, yeah, I have to the go.
1: ones you feel like you have to go to. Yeah, like, yeah. I can't even think of any right now. But <laughs> but know. then so many of those have
0: free free <laughs> yeah. days and things like that. I know the Louvre in France yeah. last Sunday of the month. If you take your,
1: I think I had to take my passport. Yeah, just some form of ID. that like, mm-hmm. I think even your driving license works. And yeah. if you're under twenty six, in like all museums in France, you get in free, whatever the time. Yeah, oh wow. um, So that's really
0: cool. Yeah, little things like that. I think it pays to do your research just on their websites because they'll just say it's three yeah. days on these days. Or sometimes I know in Toronto, in, in Canada, there's free Wednesday evenings for two hours. All the museums are free. That's an easy way to save where you can see the big things without yeah. actually having to pay anything.
1: There's normally some sort of discount on Mm. a day for big attractions. Yeah. When I was in Australia a few years ago with a friend, we just walked into the opera house just like see what was going on, and uh, the woman there told us that that evening was like a student night, Mm -hmm. and we're students at this point, so we got like fifty percent off tickets to go see the opera. Didn't understand a word of what was going on. (laughs) I don't think anyone does the opera today. It was like you were in the (laughs) opera house, so that was really cool.
0: Yeah, I had a similar one in Vienna. Actually, there's. It was for my 21st birthday we went to the ballet. Nice. In Vienna. Oh, I think it was the Austrian State Ballet, I think. And they do this quite frequently. I can't for the life of me remember now how frequently they do it. But they sell standing tickets for 4 mm-hmm. euros. Wow. And although that sounds like it's going to be really lame standing up to watch the ballet. <laughs> ballets aren't that long because dancers get tired. Yeah,
1: exactly. So I
0: think it was probably about an hour and 20 minutes. Okay. And they had these little rails, so you just kind of stood there.
1: That's really. And to good. be honest,
0: it was it was Anna and It was absolutely phenomenal, and I was so entranced by it that yeah, I didn't even notice. Did. Yeah, didn't even it's notice. I like say if
1: you were to go to a gig or something, you'd be stood up for way longer than that. Yeah, so.
0: yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that was one of those things we just think, I never thought I'd be able to do this because you just yeah. presume it's going to be too uh, too expensive. But I th- we turned up maybe two hours before the show, mm-hmm. and then. There are a whole load of other people getting tickets as well. But yeah, really easy to do. So it's good. it's worth doing your research, I think, with attractions when it comes to housing yeah. money. And yeah, just just go for a wander and on your own feet. You can see a lot for free. You yeah. can get a good feel of a place by just wandering around, like we said, a neighbourhood Yeah. and things like that.
1: And you often stumble at, like, across the best places to grab a coffee. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. <laughs> just the back street somewhere that you'd yeah. never find normally.
0: Yeah, exactly. And if you kind of follow your senses... I can try and listen out or, or follow my nose, <laughs> follow my belly if it's rumbling, yeah. uh, try and like be perceptive and then follow, yeah, f- follow the sounds you can hear and the smells yeah. The smell and, and uh, yeah, you can find plenty and feel like you're on a, an adventure regardless mm-hmm. of being completely poor. I've been in plenty of cities completely poor Yeah. and you can still find some pretty great things to do okay so when it comes to accommodation mm-hmm. what is your so we've talked about Airbnb yeah. a lot and uh, did you say you use booking.com for yeah
1: I think they're, they're kind of my go-to sites I basically yeah. open each website up mm-hmm. type where I'm going and the dates and just see what comes up cheapest yeah like I think I have a bit of a preference for Airbnb because there's always the option to cook your own dinner or cook mm. your own breakfast and save True. even more money True. but in a lot of the bigger cities in particular like London's definitely one and maybe Paris Airbnb is actually more expensive than a hotel. True. Yeah. Just because it's become such a popular way for people to make more money off their house. Mm-hmm. Um. So it's always worth checking. Mm-hmm. And as you say, like you can sometimes get breakfast included yeah. at the hotels. Um, and sometimes it's nice just to stay in a hotel and have someone clean your room for you. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah.
0: I can be a, a little bit. <laughs> if I'm feeling like. I want to go to a city and I kind of just want my own space. Yeah, I lo- I do love meeting locals and, and getting their recommendations, but if you have that constantly for a few weeks, mm-hmm. if you're on a longer trip, I always just kind of want some space. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like a little break away from people. But yeah, sometimes you can find an affordable B&B.
1: Yeah, so most of the time that I do Airbnb, it's like a private yeah. flat rather than yeah. sharing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah. kind
0: of get your own space too yeah and there are just, there are just so many options with city breaks so I think people who perhaps haven't or perhaps don't travel as much as mm. we do <laughs> because we travel a lot we fortunate <laughs> enough to travel a lot haven't thought about different accommodation options and just have mm-hmm. their one go to I would highly suggest looking at different things because it can really change your experience Yeah, completely if you're staying hostels definitely try Airbnb um, couch surfing is another one although I think it's kind of yeah, I've never, know, never tried that. I've done it quite a lot, um, or used to do it quite a lot. But it's a little bit difficult because you're staying there for free, and yeah, and you kind of you either have a really amazing experience because the person's really nice, or um, you have a bit of a weird one because yeah, they be f- you feel like you owe them something, and <laughs> yeah. it's really difficult. But couch, I mean, have a look. If I mean, don't have a look in New York. I'm gonna say <laughs> that right now because there's basically nowhere in New York that does couch. It's just so difficult. Um, places like that, big places, it's it's more hassle than it's worth trying to find a couch living house but sometimes you can yeah. get lucky
1: I suppose even in, with accommodation like even something like a guest house is really different from yeah. a hotel mm-hmm. but you kind of get the same sort of service mm. or like a BnB and um, b there's one in northern Spain that springs to mind that I stayed in last summer like yeah. it was family run like they were yeah. just kind of there all the time I think they dried our hoodie for us because it got soaked in the rain or something oh they like, like hung it like,
0: out to dry yeah. for us like yeah yeah Air, uh, sorry b&b not airbnb normal yeah. b&b people can just be the sweetest i mean yeah. I, in ireland I, I stayed in a few in ireland and they were just the nicest people and yeah. especially in a place like ireland where everyone's kind of just so friendly and warm and then you stay with a with an irish mammy yeah <laughs> it's what they call them there i'm not just making up that term <laughs> but just a really mumsy woman with a b&b oh yeah it's the best I experience. think sometimes
1: B and B's get a bit of like a bad rep,
0: like yeah, because I think people think they're a bit twee, yeah. and a bit outdated. But you can find some amazing yeah, ones. Yeah, you can like, really
1: find some cool yeah.
0: ones. I always search for design B and B's. Yeah. Okay. Uh, boutique B and B's as well. Yeah. Really, uh, it's an easy one to look for if you want to find something that's more like, uh, uh, I guess upscale. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say that they're necessarily cost effective. Yeah. But if you have do have a little bit more money to splurge. They can be re- it's Something really a bit different. Yeah, and especially if you're only going on a city break, um, and you want to splash out, and you think, well, this is the only time I get, I yeah. get a weekend. This is the only time I get and away from work. Then yeah, splurge a bit. When I say splurge, I, I mean like less than a hundred a night. Yeah. And if you're a couple on a you know a decent wage yeah, anyway, then I would just go for it. Um, Where do you tend to go for things things to do when it comes to searching the internet?
1: So I do tend to have a look at TripAdvisor, but mm-hmm. that's kind of gone. I'm kind of using it less now yeah i think a lot of the time when you look at trip the stuff at the top is a church or a museum yeah and you're kind of like i want to do something else i don't want to see another church and i don't really want to walk around the museum all weekend yeah so it can be a bit tricky to find something to do yeah um, and otherwise there's probably other travel blogs mm-hmm. i tend to search for the place i'm going uh, travel blog after, yeah. after the name yeah and uh, see what comes up Yeah. Loads uh, of stuff Yeah, to sometimes you get some really good stuff. Yeah. Um, sometimes a Lonely Planet website is really good to just get an overview of stuff you can do.
0: Yeah, because it comes up in that really yeah. kind of easy format where it's just like, it looks a bit like Pinterest. Yeah, it's got like a nice boxes. little introduction. Yeah, and... yeah. That's kind of good to get a good, like I think, first feel of a place. Yeah. And then you can scan the things to do and it'll give it a category. So like monument and yeah. restaurant and things like that. So you can have a good scan of that to get your bearings maybe.
1: Twitter sometimes can be useful. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. More recently, I've kind of been looking at tourist... um, What's the name for them? Like, not tourist board. Oh, yeah, it's a tourist board. Like, the, yeah. the visit wherever yeah, websites. Because yeah. Yeah. they actually do have some useful stuff on, and mm-hmm. I would never have thought of looking at them before. Which is funny, because that's kind of what they're there for. Yeah, exactly. But I
0: think it's because when you're trying to find something different, you you think yeah. anything that's not the tourism board. <laughs> yeah. But then sometimes they do those quirky little lists, like uh, Best Things to Do This Weekend as well is a really good one. If you want something that's really timely... Mm-hmm. Uh, the tourism boards. Some of them, the really good ones, <laughs> will do say what to do in Dublin this weekend, That's and you're weird. like, Oh, there's yeah. stuff you find events that you that really aren't. Just like random else. festivals. And... Yeah. yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, I think going back to Twitter, I use Twitter m- not as much. I mean, I use Instagram yeah. a lot because, and I've written these exact words in a post before just saying because whether we like it or not people insist upon instagramming their morning coffees yeah and their french bulldogs walking in <laughs> parks it's just the world we live in even if you hate it who cares get over it yeah use it to your advantage because people love instagramming cute stuff that they find
1: yeah that's very food
0: true. coffee dogs shops like shop fronts i instagram yeah. shop all the time i guess really quick i mean i could do that, talk about this forever <laughs> but really quick tips is obviously just search for hashtags mm-hmm. hashtag the city so if we use london hashtag london hashtag london coffee hashtag london okay dun, london parks or find it takes quite a lot of stalking okay to figure these things out <laughs> and i am very good at it um it takes quite a lot of digging to figure out what a, what a city's hashtag is. Okay. There's usually a massive Instagram account that has its own hashtag. Yeah, it's Pretty Little London. Yeah, I think is one that's really popular in London. Love in Dublin is uh, one of Dublin. Toronto to has so many. I'm <laughs> to reel them off. Yeah, once you fit, once you figure that out, you hit the jackpot. Okay. Because that those are the ones where people who First of all, there are people who are photographers who really want to grow their Instagram accounts. Yeah. So they use it all the time with really good pictures. And secondly, yeah, it's just... I think everyone who lives in that place knows it. Yeah. So you're going to get recommendations from locals if you find the right hashtag. Because someone who's only been here for a couple of days and doesn't know anyone isn't going to know that that's a hashtag that people use.
1: Yeah, that's very true. But
0: people who, yeah, from here, already have, have, use it all the time. Yeah,
1: I'd never thought of using Instagram. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's... So it's an absolute gold mine. Yeah, neighborhoods, like, hashtag Islington. Loads of stuff will I'm come I'm totally gonna
1: to be doing this. Like, do
0: it, do it. weekend. It is amazing, yeah. Cologne, I'm sure exactly. there's something. Exactly. cool. Cologne, that's probably yeah, a thing. that probably is. If it's not, then I'll create
1: it. Yeah, exactly.
0: Oh yeah, I've owned this one. <laughs> and there, there are, are bound to be, like, London bloggers mm-hmm. who have some great stuff on Instagram as well, so. Yeah. It's good to have a little search. And also maybe Google that. I mean, Google London Instagrams and there are probably some roundup lists yeah. um, of cities where you can get some really good recommendations. But it's like finding a local without actually having to find a local. Yeah. It's probably like introverts' response. <laughs> yeah, you have to up. talk to them. I haven't to talk to anyone. <laughs>
1: don't even have to like their picture if you don't want to. <laughs> yeah, you can just
0: creep all over their accounts and then leave. <laughs> Take their advice, not even thank them and go. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's fantastic. And Twitter, I do kind of, Every now and then, I might dip a toe into mm-hmm. Twitter and look yeah. for the hashtags. And it's stuff. just it's
1: a bit messy, isn't it? Like, yeah, it's not. As it's easy. hard to find stuff.
0: Yeah, and plus because Instagram's obviously one hundred percent photo focused, yeah. it's just more attractive to look at to yeah, find definitely. these things. Whereas if it's there's just a lot of text and like hashtags everywhere yeah. on, on Twitter, so it's a bit difficult. But if you do like Twitter, definitely try it out. I would say. I think as a nice little ra- uh, roundup question. What would you say are your tips for balancing your time well on a city break? Time between actually taking a holiday, yeah. and seeing what you want to see.
1: Um, so I suppose maybe when you've done a bit of research, mm. uh, pick I know like two or three things that you really want to do, mm-hmm. and just do those. And if you happen to stumble across something else, then like wonder in it. But don't feel you have to do all the Mm. stuff you've seen. Mm -hmm. Like you actually I think that's golden rule. Yeah. That's
0: golden rule of city breaks. Don't feel like you have to do everything. And
1: I think to feel like you've relaxed a little bit when you go on a city break, maybe go visit one of the parks in the city. Like Mm -hmm. there's always a massive park. Mm -hmm. or there usually is anyway. Yeah. And just go stroll through that and take a break, like sit Mm -hmm. down, have a coffee. Mm Uh, just take time to relax in that park and you're still seeing something like yeah. you'll still pick up what it could be like to live there you'll still see all the locals walking around like walking their dogs and stuff mm-hmm. but it's a lot more relaxing yeah they're rushing from place to place
0: yeah I would say as well that I do a lot of people watching
1: yeah <laughs> in, everyday I love life, people watching. <laughs>
0: in everyday life but um I also think if you kind of see it in a new light rather than just being nosy hmm you can indulge in anyway, no, that's I'm fine. Traveling. You're allowed to be lazy. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not from here, I can look at you if I want. <laughs> Actually, just taking time to sit back and let that place unravel in front yeah. of you that's a really good way to, to get to know a place by just watching it. Yeah. Watching things happen. Like a square is always a really good yeah, place to they're do it. Yeah,
1: they are really busy. With Go and people. find
0: a nice square, a little square in Rome, get some ice cream, sit on a bench, yeah. and sit there for an hour and just see what is going on. Yeah. And that's a nice way to relax and feel like you're experiencing something. And not, like, run around and, you know, spend a fortune on public transport zipping all over the city. I think knowing that it's a holiday and being aware that it's a holiday as much as it is trying to experience something is number one rule.
1: I mean, you can always go back. Don't feel like you have to do everything in three three days or however long you take.
0: You can always go back, for sure. And you will if you want to. Exactly. That's not even your decision. You just will if you want to. (laughs) Perfect. Well, I think we've got how to rock a city break i think hopefully we've got all that advice down for people listening
1: yeah. i've even got some new tips for myself <laughs> yeah yeah use instagram um and,
0: and they can find plenty more of your stuff on your website can't yeah. they
1: yeah There's lots of city break guides um and kind of activity stuff while you're traveling yeah
0: perfect and you're off to canada at some point
1: i am next year so have,
0: yeah so you're gonna have canadian city yes, break stuff I and will. maybe because you'll be in Vancouver, maybe some. Popping down to the US. Yeah. Do a Seattle, yeah go to Portland, Definitely. all that stuff. Amazing. So it's thatadventurer.co.uk. Yeah, that's the one. Perfect. And thank you so much for joining me. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Thanks. Stop by gottokeepmoving.com forward slash podcast to learn more about Hannah's adventures. In the episode notes, I also link to a collection of our alternative city guides which are full of offbeat tips for unusual adventures in cities like Dublin, Glasgow, Porto and more. That's got to keep moving.com forward/podcast. Head to gottakeepmoving.com forward slash podcast to read more about my conversation with Katrinka. Through the website, I offer more advice on choosing unusual places to travel to, plus six ways to manage a fear of travel. That's gottakeepmoving.com forward slash podcast.